0: Returned from my mother's basement, now on my own, living on Cheetos, I thrive.
1: <laughs> Beautiful.
0: Ah, yes, it's, it's, uh, it took me a minute to come up with that. Is because the first time I was here, it was...
1: No, but I mean, you don't have to stop. You can continue. You want to...
0: Um. No, no, no. That was it. That was. I, I think that was good enough. <laughs> okay. It's uh, my buddy Johnny. Johnny, you wanna you wanna give that a give that a, a, a go? Don't cover the bottom. You gotta because that's <clears throat> <laughs> give it a go. Yeah,
2: give it yeah, a go. Yeah. All right. Just say whatever.
0: Yeah. Just just play, man.
2: It's my first time playing this drum. I already forget what it's called. Jimbe, <laughs> Jimbe, Jimbe, and it's it sounds awesome. <laughs> I'm so out of it. <laughs> I love the gem bag. Welcome, everybody.
1: Welcome, friends and relatives and new fans to the to the show. Uh, man, this is episode number one thirty, and I've got returning guest James McMullen. Happy to be back. And he's brought his friend Johnny, and this is the first time. I, this is it's funny because I don't have a whole lot of people who I meet for the first time on the podcast because. Like, in this podcast, I like to get sort of deep with people, and uh, All right. and we, we kind of get to know each other a little bit, and a lot of times, it's somebody who I kind of already know, and they have meaning to me in some way. So, I, I, I'm excited for this to be the very launching point of what our friendship is going to be.
0: Okay. Johnny is pretty much my partner in crime okay. with, a, a like... If you think of, if you think of a project I've told you, you about, that are I've, you going to admit to crimes on the podcast? I was, shh, shh, nothing <laughs> that the peds know about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, whenever I got projects um, in the works or I talked about them, this is the guy that I work with, and the, sometimes they're his projects, sometimes they're mine, and so it's just like the, we're each other's go-to guy for mm-hmm. everything. Like what we're going to be talking about right now, it's uh, this book that I got coming out. Since this one is done. We're now going to be working on his, and we're going to get into that later, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's another thing about oh, it, too.
1: That's what I was like, oh, yours is already out. Yours yeah. Yours is already out. Well, the... And, like, the whole, like, the whole idea of you reaching out to me... I mean, the, the funny thing is, is, like, I, I thought about this earlier today, and today's been, the, today's been a crazy little day for me, as yeah. far as, like, emotionally. Oh, yeah? Like, I found myself, just randomly, and this is a very vulnerable thing, mm-hmm. uh, just randomly... Throughout the day, like, I cried, like, three times. Really? Yeah, just, like, not, like, full-on sobbing cry, but I just was, like, all right, I need this. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, You're and- the sweetest sweetheart in the world I've ever met. You know that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> one of one of those
1: things led me to thinking about you and being in, in you know, holding space with you today, thinking about holding space with you tonight
0: yeah. and
1: thinking about how, like, just meeting you has been uh, a wonder. Like, I can't believe that I met this person who, like, we just hit it off so well. And I know that without, without, even, even if, even if years go by where we don't see each other or talk to each other, we're going to be in each other's lives for the rest of our lives. Oh, yeah. and your big brother, Corey. There's, <laughs> you're not leaving me ever. So so it's just uh, I'm grateful for you.
0: I'm grateful for you too, man. And it's like you're you're a big rock in my life, and you're a huge inspiration. So it's just it was it's it's even though there's going to be time where we don't see each other, Mm -hmm. I know at any point I can text you and just be like, Yo, bro, what's up? How you doing? How you doing? (laughs) Oh man. Well,
1: you're lovely, and I love you.
0: Oh, and, I love you too, And I'm Bart. sure,
1: Johnny, I'm sure I'm going to love you too. Uh, <laughs> this guy likes you. You're, you're probably a stand-up dude.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, he's he's yeah. one of the few people from art school that I'll still talk to. Well, Yeah, I don't have a lot of people I talk
2: to outside of college either nowadays. Yeah, you know? like that. Yeah, like, it's like you... They, they always say, you know, you... You'll, make, you'll talk to a lot of people, but, you know, when it comes to friends, you'll always end up with just a few left regardless, you know? There's
0: there's too much shady shit at art school that's just sort of like... Uh,
1: well, I know that you and I have had the conversation before about if you name the top five people who are in your life and then see in those people how many of them actually want something from you or just uh, uh, get... Get their spirit fed, fed from being around you. Yeah, like and just that kind of thing is just like start start prioritizing those top five people by mm. what do they actually want for you from you? Yeah, besides like your time and your love and your energy and your effort. Yeah, all all that sort of stuff. Like because you know monetarily and like what positive or negative drains that you might get. Mm-hmm. Like that sort of <clears throat> stuff is uh is essential for yeah. um, your mastermind group.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Well, and I think it's also I think it's also important to where it's like to categorize or compartmentalize some of the people that you have in your life. Like if you have an understanding of where people are coming from, then that can kind of make it easier to where it's like you can separate somebody's intent so somebody can be doing something and they not necessarily mean it, and because if you understand that, you can kind of keep your distance where where you need to without ruining the friendship mm-hmm. for the fact that it's like they're not bad people; they're just kind of well, like
1: we, we had this with a mutual
0: friend. Yeah, and, uh, you had
1: a, a sort of falling
0: out. Uh, oh yeah, well that that and, was that was a whole different thing. To where I don't want to I don't want to say no, his name. No, no, uh, of course I, I wouldn't yeah. ask you to. But I'm saying like. I, I I kept saying,
1: yeah. you you knew who he was going into this. No, and, I know. And you're going to constantly uh, appreciate him for what he is because that's, like, he's always been that. And he's never going to not be that. Oh, I but know. But you're going to be some – you're always going to change. Yeah.
0: And he may never. Right. But it's a matter mm. – It's I tried saying this before to where it's like I got that and the initial pain was got over. But it's like, okay, he's going to keep being this way. hmm I can't be, I can't be something that's sacrificed for their immediate gain. You know mm-hmm. what? You so, know what I mean. I like, love you, but I love me more. Y- I will yeah. love you
1: from a distance. When I think of you, I will think of you fondly and send you light and love. But that does not mean that I need to sacrifice my, life my love. Yeah. So it's mm. it's a
0: matter it's a matter of like I kind of put my foot down and I was just sort of like I kept the space because it's like. Mm-hmm. The the way you are is just like y- you can't be around to like sabotage yeah, whatever has got cool, going what's on. What's cool
1: about it is that he recognizes it too now. Like, yeah. I saw him at a, at a club, like a comedy club, and he was like, Hey, James hates me now. Do you know that? And I was like, Yeah, dude. And he's like, uh, Why? And I was like, <laughs> All right. And I told, I told him, and he went, Okay, I get it. I'm a dick. Like, okay. Well, can you say I'm a dick and then do something about it, or just <laughs> <laughs> go I'm a dick? All right, well, okay. Yeah. I get it.
2: This is the uh, guy we I, we met earlier. No, this oh, is this, so, this is someone I have not met. Yeah, this this, this is he, somebody. He,
1: this is the other part of stuff that fascinates me. But because resources and connections, like things that get, bring each other together, yeah. like this friend brought him and I together. Yeah, and that was that that resource. Like there's the little. The links in the chain are fascinating as shit to me. I just love like resources and I love people who like have a story that goes like, well, I got connected through this for that, that, this, that, that. And then I connected this person through to that, 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 that.
0: But you know why I went there though? I went there because nobody was showing up. It was something he, it was a, it was a new creative endeavor for him. And I was going to sh- show support To be like alright emotionally you're actually In like a spot to where you Need people a- To support you like as another creative Even though we're coming for a different spot I'll give you that support I'll show up For you mm-hmm. right And that's entirely where I was coming from And it's great that I got to meet you And we became friends and everything mm-hmm. But like The difference between me and that Person is just to where it's like it was it was like like I was a disposable asset to some degree. Not that it was like he pushed me off a bridge, mm-hmm. but it was just sort of like no, you're, you're, the you're... mutual support was not there. Right. Uh, I'll 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 hold up your ladder, but I will
1: not be your fodder. Yeah, for the, some somebody else's. I get it. I totally get. Yeah, it
0: yeah. It. Oh. <clears throat> but it's okay, cause like. It, like, separating myself from him was a big part in me being able to complete this one project that, like, I'm on here to talk about.
1: Oh, you're it, on here to talk about something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man, so. I thought you were just wanting to <laughs> hang with me.
0: I'm always happy to hang with you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm Be always traitor. happy to hang with you. I'm just, I finally got this done, and I'm so pumped about it. No, too. like,
1: well, last time you were here, uh, on the podcast, I'm saying, uh... You mentioned that you were working on it,
0: right? Yeah, it was and, in the works, and
1: now it's a thing. And I'm—I couldn't be more proud of you.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm proud of the fact that I—I I stuck with it. Um, I got it done. It's out there in the world now, and it's regardless of where it goes from here. I really, really do hope that it actually goes where I want it to go. Mm. But it's for the fact that it's. A problem that I, I've noticed with creatives is saying that they're going to do something, but then never, fit, like f- actually following through and finishing it. And well, like, like, there's a lot of a lot of geniuses work in
1: silence. Yeah, like, like I, I would, I'm not calling myself a genius in any way, but I'm the type to never advertise I'm doing a thing. Yeah. I'll just do the thing and then have it. Yeah, in front of you.
0: Well, if you constantly okay. say like, "Oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that," but then you never show up and do it, it's then one of those things to where like you can start building a reputation. Oh, uh,
1: uh, forgive me for a second. Yeah. Uh, anybody listening, forgive me. Um, we didn't talk about what the thing is that you're oh, even yeah. talking about. So, so uh... it,
0: this is, it is a special type of coloring book designed specifically for adults. And what's funny is when I tell people I made an adult coloring book. Coloring book. They think it's like dirty, like it's it's tits and dicks and stuff, and I'm like, there are adult-themed coloring books, but the category of an adult coloring book is one that just has, the subject matter has more detail in it, because for a child it would be too complicated to go and, and do it. So it, it, it has different themes. There's fantasy, um, the one that I did was mandalas, there can be nature, and the key thing that makes it for adults is that it is in higher detail, right? And so I made an adult coloring book. So
1: say what the name of it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's um, the title is Zen and Nature, uh, Floral Mandalas for Meditation and Stress Relief. And what you know it, what
1: I really like that you did? Yeah. I really like that you left a blank space between each page. Like that's so cool. Like the when you when you open
0: it up. Like, see how there's a blank page like right after each one. Oh yeah,
1: I, I love that.
0: Oh, that's for bleed. So right, if you're it. using if you're using a material like a really really dense marker that'll just mm-hmm. bleed through it, right. you're not going to destroy another the one image on the
1: other side of the page.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's another way that you can protect the pages under it from bleed is slipping like a thick piece of paper under it or something. Have you
1: thought about like maybe people doing these and then maybe. Taking the pages out and then having them as projects that they maybe frame or something like that. Yeah,
0: it's just hard because this all got self-published through Amazon's uh, Kindle Direct Publishing, and they don't have an option for like the cutout no, through right, it. Right, right, right. But there's enough space in there to where you could slice it out, and you mm-hmm. can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, another option, and I fully support this. Like, if you bought the book, you're fully free to like photocopy pages, so you have single pages and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think that if there's if there's a drawing in there that you really like, and you would like to do it multiple times, I don't think you should have to buy the book 50 times. I think that is... I mean,
1: that'd be nice for you.
0: Oh, yeah, it would be great. I'd be rolling in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would surely appreciate if you would buy the book 50 times, but well, you yeah. can Xerox the thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't want anybody, like, like taking the pages and re-uploading them. Mm-hmm. Like, that that would be the only thing to where I'd be like... You know, don't do that to me. Right. It's a it's an abuse of the source. Exactly. Right. But it's the the book is fairly cheap, um, and I think that if if it just gets bought once, then you should have the right to have it forever. So you could photocopy the pages as much as you want, to mm. redo it as much as you want. Right. Because uh, I, I think anything beyond that would be just too greedy. Mm. It's mm. yeah. I I think anything beyond that would be like I got my cut out of it. You know, mm. it's. <clears throat> it would be ridiculous to be like that ba- like
2: basically just do it whatever you want with it
0: oh yeah yeah you know? again just so long as you're not trying to redistribute it for free like all out there mm-hmm. like it's all good it's all good but these are great because, like mandalas, which which is like the Buddhist art form. Yeah, I call them mandalas or mandalas. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm pr- I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. I, we've I, I, I've, always,
2: I've always been saying mandala since you've been mentioning it. Yeah, so... but you
0: might have learned it from me. That's what I might mean <laughs> I mean, I've said that you. since the first time we
1: had this discussion. Yeah, and we talked about it, and you said mandalas, and I was like, "What are those?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> But, I, you know, I took, that, I took that format and then, like... I but made, you, you're, you have a book about them, and yeah, I don't. Yeah. So, so shut me up. <laughs> so shut up! <laughs> but, like, um, so in college, and this is why they're, like, they're flower-themed, mm-hmm. because for, for regular mandalas or mandalas, you wouldn't have to do that. But the reason why they're flower-themed is for twofold. Number one, I kind of wanted to differentiate myself from the other books that were out mm-hmm. there. But also, when I was in college, and Johnny was in this color class with me, yeah. this is where you're going to learn about the very, very beginning, we had a color assignment where we had to take one color from, like, the whole, like, the color wheel. There's, like, six, I believe, or, uh...
2: There was, like, six, like, you know... You six, got,
0: to, six to eight that are these... You that, got your primaries,
2: and then you got your secondaries, and then your tertiaries. Yeah. So you had all right. that.
0: So. so I got blue-violet as my color and we had to do an illustration that took that one color and you could use lighter tints of it and darker shades of it to create an image so it's all mono-colored. Yeah, um, monochromatic yeah. monochromatic yeah and i decided that because it was purple and i just remember seeing purple flowers all the time i did a purple flower it was like a like a like a cherry blossom like all mm-hmm. the they were all budding off this branch yeah it,
2: it was very the result was really graceful, you know, how he produced it.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome.
2: Yeah. It's it was funny because uh, his his painting was ne- next to mine, which was uh, an orange theme. Where his was all graceful, mine was a lot more violent. Uh, <laughs> it was much more violent. Violent in a sense, like, not like, oh, someone's getting stabbed. More like just the aggressive look on it. So <laughs> his was, like, very – the way his was composed – the brush strokes were all like they were smooth mine was much more rough and, you had
0: you know, Dracaris. you did you did a dragon breathing fire
2: yeah it was something like that you, you, you even like I even tried to get the little drool details in there just like to encom- encompass rage you know yeah and then, you know it's like oh you know you usually think red like for rage but then then again though like red's more like also like passion as well and like red's more like deep yeah when I think of orange it's much more explosive you know, mm-hmm. so I wanted to emphasize that point with that color, so it was, yeah.
0: it was really interesting, you know you're now hearing like the polar opposites between like me and Johnny's approach to art, mm-hmm. like he'll he'll do fantasy and monsters and stuff and that's his coloring book that we're going to start working on now, yeah, yeah um, shortly, it's within the next couple weeks we're going to start producing that, and so like he's doing like fantasy monsters and stuff and mine was like flowers, and it's kind of come back to the color class, but anyway, I did it and I really liked it, and I, like, nobody ever chewed me out for it at all, like, nobody was like, yeah, it's real gay, but we like, no, like, nobody, nobody chewed me out for it. I, I mean, you were in art school.
2: Yeah. Yeah, art yes. school, it's a whole, it's, it's a right. art school. Exactly. A whole
0: different ball so, If somebody
1: went, hey, that painting's pretty gay, I'd be like, yeah, so are most of the people here <laughs> yeah. in this school.
0: Oh, God, yeah. it ain't that the truth. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll just say this to where, like, I stopped myself, mainly because I was in the animation department, and I'm just like, well, how many... is this really necessary? Is this really going to be anything? So it's just... It was there were other things to focus on. Mm-hmm. It was like a one-off project, and it got in the back of my mind. But, like, when I started doing the first Mandala, because I kind of wanted to... I wanted to work on a project to lift my own spirits, I, like, I remembered making that flower... In my color class, and it was a really warm memory. Mm-hmm. It was also sort of like when me and Johnny first met and started becoming friends. And I was just like, it was a weird thing for me to to like have pop in my mind. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, that's it. Let me. That's going to be the project that I'm going to love doing. I'm going to make flowers in the in this mandala art form, mm-hmm. and. It just kept going and going and going and I just, I, st- I was loving the whole process Did you base the them
1: off of like, real flowers? Like, the flowers that you did do?
0: No, it's, this is funny how I got to making some of the patterns. Yeah. I literally googled um, like children's like uh, li- like sort of like, little sketches or, or, or doodles mm-hmm. and there were flower ones from like like girls' notebooks. Right, and I copied and practiced a bunch of those oh. to learn the motions and patterns. Mm-hmm. And so there's a little tiny sketchbook that has like little pretty like flowers and doodles that oh, you would really? see. Uh, yeah, yeah, and well, that's how you came up with. Something. Oh, really? Well, that's how I learned like the passes and motions, yeah. and then um, yeah. and then I went through and I went through my regular development process of doing roughs and testing things out. But it was funny because I, I did the first one completely all the way around and mm-hmm. it took forever. And I'm like, man, this is going to take a while. I hope I don't start going nuts. And then I got to the fifth one. I'm like, all right, there's got to be a faster way. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So I ended up just like focusing hard on little sections that I could clean up in the computer and then copy and paste. I'm like, I don't know how these are going to turn out. I just know the bits I'm working on mm-hmm. are really fucking cool. Yeah, and then when I finally, um, I took one of the roughs I had done because I was just curious. It was it was like page twelve or thirteen, and I didn't clean it up. I just copied and pasted to see what it was, and it was far better I, than I imagined. I saved it's still on my computer. I saved the file as it is worth it because I was wondering like, is it worth it to continue the project? Right. <clears throat> and so that was like the 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 source of. Yep, it is. Yeah, of uh, yep. Keep going. Don't give up. Uh, but there was still a problem with um, the shape of the mandalas, as in like how many points it's going to have, how many layers is it? Is, is it going to have like a center core that branches out? Because it's, I know the way I'm describing it is not that good, but you can think like, do I base it and have like three points, like it's a triangle, or do I make it like have five points that it goes around? And I started studying the subject of sacred geometry, because I thought, well, let me break it down to basic shapes. Let me see what I can do do uh, different I knew shapes. we going to get there. We, knew, are, we, 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 we are. We are going to get there. So. And, and this is where the meat and potatoes of it comes in, because <laughs> okay. then I start realizing, like, with sacred geometry, it's like the idea of creation has a blueprint, mm-hmm. and you can find out that blueprint by by studying the patterns and the geometric shapes that make up nature and the universe that we see, like the Fibonacci sequence. Right, right, right. And that starts going into where it's like, okay, the first couple I did, they're kind of a little standard. They're not bad. They're great. But when I start implementing these these patterns and these numbers and these systems as an underlying matrix that I can layer on top of the more intricate designs that I did, mm-hmm. that's when the really beautiful like, <clears throat> like stuff just starts to explode. And I wasn't an expert at all. I just I'm like, all right, so you know, like three points in sacred geometry. It's like the the smallest shape you can get to is a triangle, because if you try having only two points, it's just a line. And if you try to put it in relation to other things, father, mother, child makes family. Mm-hmm. Father, son, Holy Ghost creates the whole Trinity. Right. Right. It the, goes.
1: My my mm-hmm. aunt was telling me that like. In, in Ireland, it's always the three things, and, all, and like in all religious in every like spiritual thing, there's always a, there's always those three things, mm-hmm. like Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and in Catholicism, but then in all of that, there's always this, this, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so mother, mother, father, child. Yeah,
0: like there's always that
2: that that triple some kind of trinity of yeah any yeah. sort.
0: That one that uh, that Jonathan really liked. I'm showing it right now. They can't see because it's a podcast. But how many points do you see right there yeah. that are really sticking out?
1: Yeah, there's three of them. Three right, major, major points.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, and,
1: I I was funny because I was going to bring up Jonathan about that because uh, he's got those those like sacred geometry tattoos. Yeah, and uh, I figured that you guys would probably
0: that's another conversation for a yeah. different time. Well, that but, that thing that he has there, uh, Metatron's cube, mm-hmm. you can it's a flat two-dimensional drawing that you can abstract three-dimensional forms from. And that's what's insane about it, because at first glance, it's like it's some circles and some lines all connecting together. Mm-hmm. But then somebody who really knows it can bring out the cube, they can bring out the pyramid, they can bring out all this other stuff, and it's ju- the dodecahedron, all from a flat two-dimensional shape, and each shape will be perfect.
1: Hmm
0: it's 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 nuts it's nuts you know what
1: what i'm excited to see um i want to see representations of like people who who people who go on amazon mm-hmm. and purchase this book and like and like really take their own color to it you know mm-hmm. what i mean and really make it their own
0: oh yeah and i want to see yeah.
1: i want to see some of those images i want to see people's representations it's going to um, be really
2: oh i'm sorry Good, good. It's it's going to be really interesting to see what kind of colored palettes they'll come up with. It'll be interesting to see even see if there's like a pattern, you know, if mm-hmm. they ever post them. Just like to see like how many times would they use that one color for this one mandala or yeah. all that. It would it probably would say something, you know, about what they're thinking about. You
0: know, I do have a fear with um, shapes people people associating certain shapes with certain colors. Like if they see a sharp edge and they're naturally going to gravitate to like red or orange because the sharp shapes remind them of knives and knives can cut and they can do damage and things like that and so mm. it's one of my one fear is just sort of not a fear so much as my hope is that there'll be more people that won't tr- they'll try to do more experimentation than going with sort of what's their first gut.
1: Dude, I love sharp shapes in
2: art.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh they're great, they're great. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. But just in the subject of color Mm-hmm. Yeah, is is where maybe that's the direction most people are going to go. I don't know.
2: It depends, you know. I mean, I think it, you know, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. It depends on their how they're feeling. Yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a, there's, a, there's a lot of mental gymnastics that yeah. they're they're going to be going through when going through your book.
0: Yeah, it's well, it's again like that underlying matrix of sort of sacred design that I I really implemented into the, the later pill ones. Red
1: pill.
0: Yeah, kind of kind of is just it's just sort of. I'm not trying to act like I'm smarter than I actually am. I'm just saying it's that I took those concepts and used them to make a better underlying design um, for the different patterns and drawings and pieces that I made. And just, you know, trying to get something better and more meaningful out of it through that way. And it it came out good. I It's... I barely started with the sacred geometry studies with this, though. And another thing that I'm really excited to do is that, now that the book is done, go deeper into that and try to implement more of that into further work. Can you kind of
1: give a breakdown of what your like last six months of your life's been like?
0: Uh, there's a lot I can't reveal, just I mean, for, for a few reasons. Because, number one, I would have to talk about certain people, and it's never my thing to... No, to, be as to. broad as possible. I mean, okay. if you if you
1: don't want to if you don't want to say be be as as vague as possible, okay. just to kind of see what life lessons I could maybe uh, like sponge out of it.
0: Yeah. So I mean, the book was also made because I was in a in a a horrible amount of emotional and spiritual pain, and this was very much a, also a healing project, mm-hmm. and so I. You know, I I guess I can rewind it all the way when, like, junior year of college started. Mm -hmm. Because it was... I had just finished up sort of what you could consider, like, your core set of classes. And it's where things started to kind of go downhill. It's... um, So there was a course at uh, my university to where you could... You could get an actual client to pay you and a bunch of other people money... Um, and the instructor liked my work ethic and he wanted me to sort of run, be, be the production manager for it. I remember this. Yeah. Well, the problem started because I, an underclassman was now in charge of seniors getting ready to graduate. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it started because they didn't quite appreciate that because it was sort of like, well, i the green horn. I'm not, but it's before I went, before I went to UARTs. I, you know, I worked in a machine shop, I worked with my hands, and so it's like, it came from a realm of, when it comes to work, you have to have a certain etiquette, and some of these people, they came from, the, they came from different backgrounds, that to where, I guess I would say it's, they've, they haven't had to be in a situation to where if they didn't do their job, they would go hungry, mm-hmm. and so they were always from a perspective of, well, if I don't want to do it, I don't have to listen to X, Y, Z. And it got even worse to where it's like, well, you haven't been in the program as long as me. Why do I have to listen to you? And so, I mean, I went into that per—I went into that program thinking, okay, I'm going to do grunt work. Uh, I'm just—it's—I don't know as much as anybody else. But it went completely the other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got our project done. It was good. Some of the some of the upperclassmen began to understand where I was coming from, and that got a little bit better. But then I think the wounds got deeper when the instructor wanted me to do it again and keep me as the production manager again. And that kind of added more salt to, to the wounds. Mm -hmm. So it's, there's certain people from art school that I'm just not, I don't think there's anything I could have done to have actually made my relationship with them any better because it's like once they had decided to where it was like once they decided what I was it wasn't going, my actions would not change any of that so some passive aggressive behavior was like kind of coming my way, now there was other things to where it was like between different relationships that I was having that weren't working out Mm. to where I was, you know, I was asking for sort of like, you know, just give me my space just kind of do this That was another thing to where it was like, well, clearly there's nothing emotionally wrong with you. You're just a dick. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, that's really not where I'm coming from. And then so it's like, I'll then start to back away to where it's like, okay, I see this situation's more toxic. Well, now I'm not socializing with them as much, which just made it even worse. So now there's a toxic environment in my university... And I'm it's it's hitting me hard because these are people that I spent so much time with. When you study animation, you're in that studio non stop. You're with these people non stop. And so it's it just kinda it just kinda felt like uh I got put on a raft and then like kicked off and in, out into the ocean. And it, it just it hurt like it wasn't the greatest pain, but it definitely felt like a deep knife in my heart. Right. To where I, I just
1: was it like you were, a lot of dread.
0: Lot yeah, of dread. and I, I was just...
1: You were thrust upon a position, like a, a, a position was thrust upon you
0: yeah. that
1: uh, you maybe didn't appear to be ready for in other people's eyes. Right. And they judged you for
0: it. Right, and that was just the start. Again, like the... the, the there, were, There was also more that was going on that was separate from that that, again, I really tried to separate myself from, relationship-wise, and it, that just made it worse, because it was just sort of like, well, why are you now being distanced, and, like, the thing I was trying to explain was, like, you guys are kind of jerks to me now, like, why, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be constantly put in this position to where I'll say good morning to somebody, and you're spitting venom at me, but then you'll do a complete one eighty. And it's like, well, why are you being a jerk right now? It's like, well, you just, you just, you were just horrible to me like 10 minutes ago. Mm. Like, I don't know what's going on. And it's now clear, not only is there stuff going behind my back, but you're kind of revealing some of the venom that is going behind my back, and then you're trying to like switch it back like it didn't just happen. So I'm not going to ask questions after this, I'm just going to walk away.
2: it's amazing how many toxic people were, and you as a whole. You know, it's amazing yeah. how toxic people can really get. Yeah, you like, know,
0: like again, I'm not, I'm not claiming I'm a, I'm a saint or a, I'm a perfect human being uh, whatsoever. I, no. Like, th- I we're we're clearly talking from my perspective and how certain things hurt me. The other people are not here to defend themselves at all, and I'll give that much credit. I'll just say to where it's. I never assaulted anybody in, in any way, shape, or form. I never went behind anybody's back. There's just, it's just whatever you think I would have earned me a certain level of treatment, I really hadn't done. I didn't, I didn't shoot anybody's dog. I didn't rob anybody. I, did, it's, I never murdered anybody. I never raped anybody or anything like that to where it's like the things to where you would think such nasty venom would come out of.
1: I've never, ever in my life known anyone who's ever shot somebody's dog <laughs> oh hopefully hopefully uh, that never comes up like, you know yeah. but i like just gonna... hey pal you know if you think I'm being a jerk to that guy he shot my fucking dog <laughs> <laughs> don't think I'm the jerk he's the jerk I mean the, 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 the
0: worst thing for me to, that, that I, I can own up to is before I went to school I almost got married to somebody and it ended. And now when I went to school, I was very clear to where I don't want relationships or anything else. I, uh, and I explained, I'm just like, the love of my life is gone. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't quite... Some of the people that I had relations with were kind of hoping that I would either turn around mm-hmm. or something else would happen... And when it appeared to not be that way, that then also just got added on top of that. Mm. And it wasn't like I, it was, again, like once the toxic shit started happening, I, I pulled further away from certain people too. Like there were some girls that were angry with me because they would try kind of giving me signals, and I would back off too. And to where it's like, mm. it, it was it was a lose lose situation. But now, so that's kind of a really abridged Cliff Notes version of where, like, my pain in college started. Uh, but then the worst part came from another person I held very dearly to, to my heart that ran into trouble. And I really went out of my way to help them. And when it, and it, it, when it came down to them kind of picking themselves up and taking care of the things they needed to they dumped more of that responsibility on me to pick that up mm-hmm. and it led to my own detriment that sort of made me feel further and when I approached that person like, hey, I kind of did a lot to make sure you your life didn't get destroyed you're kind of destroying mine right now because you're fucking around and doing drugs I'm just asking you to like take care of your business if I'm going to be helping you like pay your bills and stuff mm-hmm. and it was like, well I'm going to do whatever I want deal with it and I'm like shit and th- like that was like the thing that hurt the most that like really made me go down and we, from- we've discussed that
1: before yeah I mean so that- I'm, <clears throat> I relate 100% to that yeah because we've been in the same same boat many times where it's like hey I, I want I want I want you to do well but I can't want you to do well more than you want you to do well yeah and and it's really coming at a... At a... Huge toll to... To my... Daily comfort. Yeah. And... It's... It's... sometimes... Uh... <laughs> I, I read it in this book... Uh... It said, uh... She told him to shit or get off the pot. So he <laughs>
0: shit. <laughs> oh... I just... It... it that one was the pain that stuck with me the most. And it just sort of spiraled down to where it was... I don't have the proper way to describe it, but it was like... I was more than lost. I was destroyed. Because everything I had believed in was now... It's like, well, it's not none of it's true. Well, you I, were mean, the, oh, you, I,
1: I mean, I can 100% agree with the way it can feel.
0: Yeah. Because...
1: When you are feeling it, you're yeah. feeling it the deepest because you're there. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. But when you're outside of it, when you're removed from it, when you've zoomed out of it, yeah, you can get a better uh, picture yeah. on like how you're how you're gonna adapt for future things that yeah. might come up that are similar.
0: Yeah, it's, it it yeah. took a lot, but that's why I needed to do this project. I had to I had to spiritually heal because even after I got through that. And I'm much more bitter and angry. I'm not that I'm necessarily dealing with it better, but it's not hurting me as much because I'm not emotionally vested in mm-hmm. things the way that I had been before.
1: Because you're not, you're not roofing tennis balls. You're not. Yeah. You're not, uh, you're not. You're not like you're not playing tennis against the wall. Yeah. Because no matter that's a, that's a Mitch, old Mitch Hedberg joke. Said the most mm-hmm. depressing part about tennis is. No matter how good you'll get, you'll never be as good as the wall.
0: The wall (laughs) will always bounce that ball right (laughs) back. But I even had, like, some deaths in the family that just Mm -hmm. kept coming consecutively. Mm -hmm. And Johnny knows, because it got to the point to where it was like, well, I'm going to another funeral. Because it was just...
2: One after another,
0: just dropping like daisies. Yeah, like, it was... No, that's not the way. There was one that Dro- happened dropping not too long like ago. Dropping
1: daisies is not...
0: That is not... It. It's not, it. That is, way. not... It should
1: it. be a thing, though. Let's it's make that a new thing. When people are passing away left and right, dropping like daisies. Yeah. Pushing up flies
2: to <laughs> <laughs> those yeah. dead people. Yeah. yeah I, I, I remember going through some of the experiences with him on that, especially a couple of years back. Yeah. With one of them I won't out of respect I won't mention names. Yeah, anything. let's not. I don't I won't, want to drag I won't, any but I just I'll just say that you know he was really uh devastated and he, he almost appeared lost. It was it, yeah. it was it was tough. I mean, he was like a whole different person. Yeah. You know, was re- I was really worried at the time.
0: Yeah. I you know? I I I had made th- made it through a lot. But it was always based on the fact that there would still be people X, y, and Z there. And so when this stuff happened, it was like, "Oh, I'm an island. You know do,
1: do you ever feel like when you're going through stuff, that you compare like the, the past stuff that you've gotten through and go like, "Oh yeah, this should be no problem because of how well I got through that?
0: Mm, I've lived well, through this yeah. I, I'll live through the next thing It's been that l- way lately But when <sighs> the one happened that hurt the most It was to where it was like I didn't know Because my whole world shattered mm-hmm. And it was to the point to where it's All the rules and guidelines that I thought were there Are no longer there And so it's it's not even it's It's mostly that a person I cared about kind of hurt me But then it's also the scare of like everything that I kind of thought the way it was is not true. And now I don't know where anything is Mm. as far as like boundaries or how to move through the world. Where's the
1: timestamp on that hurt?
0: About two and a half years ago. That deep one. Right. And it's the book has helped me heal a lot. Uh, A big part that I have. I think it's on page 2 I have because I have a, a a bit in it that sort of like explains some things mm-hmm. but it was um, I'll read the last one when you take these pages know that you are taking a piece of me with you and whether you are colors by hobby art enthusiast or someone looking for an escape I hope this book finds you well and that you enjoy coloring it every bit as I did making it and it's just sort of—I hope it finds you well, and that it's able to do something for you, right? Yeah. And that's to it's, where.
1: This is I, uh, <clears throat> I, I've, I've, I've adopted saying this phrase. Yeah. And uh, and you can apply it to to your book. <laughs> uh, I will say, and I say this to people who listen to my show. Yeah. I say I am universally at your service. Um. If you are going through a thing, and I and you know this, yeah, you you call me, yeah. and we'll we'll discuss it, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be here for you,
0: yeah.
1: Because, I mean, like, I don't want to. I, I think enough people don't think about no matter how wrong or right somebody is about any particular thing. They want to be heard. Everyone wants to be heard. Everyone deserves to feel unconditional love. Everyone deserves, but either even if they're like the worst, they deserve to be heard. Yeah, they deserve to understand what it feels like to feel. Maybe they haven't been loved unconditionally enough. Yeah, and maybe they maybe that can, you know, polish off a little bit of that <laughs> dirt. Yeah,
0: hmm. <clears throat> it's. Uh, but you're very you're very right. I'm it's very universally at your service, yes. James. I appreciate mean. that. You're <laughs> a good friend. You're a good friend. Oh man, but let me let me steer it now to away away from sort of the depressive talk because it, this whole project has been like a very happy, joyous and healing thing. And you know, despite the bad that's happened, mm. I I will say that it it is it does make me feel stronger to say that I made it through it. I am better for it and I'm a lot stronger for it too and it didn't I was in a dark place for a while but it didn't make me perpetually like resentful towards all of humanity right. I mean, you know there yeah. was just a long healing process
1: you, you're, uh, you're, you're you're you grasp the whole like adapting to <laughs> you you uh, you you move accordingly yeah. Like, you learn from stuff yeah. so that you don't do it again or so that it doesn't happen again. Yeah. So, you're... I, I've probably said it a million times on the podcast, but um, you, you screw up. Mm-hmm. You screw up so that when the stakes are higher, mm-hmm. you'll know how to handle it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's a, it's a success practice is yes. all the failure yes. is.
0: Well, there's a, there's a lot more success practice going on with this one. Because it's the first time ever I've actually had to try to learn how to market mm. something. Like, I'm learning how to make advertisements. Like, no, I mean, I've always did commercial work mm. and stuff like that. But when I say advertisements, I mean with... I'm on the end of the advertisement has a specific purpose. Rather than somebody just telling me, I want this made, make it. Mm. And that's the no, thing. Right, because you're working for you.
1: Yeah. And and uh, so many other times you've been working for some other jerk.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, n- I mean, not not calling your other your other people jerks. Yeah. Sure, you're working for some other. There were some clients. Some cli- yeah. yeah clients. That's the word I was looking for. But you're they'll be specific and tell you exactly what they want, yeah. and then you'll you'll accommodate. Yeah. And this time you are telling yourself what you want, and you're accommodating yourself. Yeah. To release said work
0: yeah and yeah. it's 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 a good learning process it's it's something that I'm I'm happy to finally be learning
1: yeah man yeah. I mean that's a, a whole like part I'm starting to like get into this rhythm of pushing myself beyond my comfort zones
0: mm-hmm.
1: as far as like um really wanting to evolve yeah. really wanting to become something better and yeah. I if I if I just stick to what I know forever mm-hmm then then I'll just be the same guy forever yeah right and, and that's why I started doing this uh, comedy roast battle stuff because it's like oh I get so like my butt clenches up if somebody makes fun of me <laughs> so let me let people make fun of me and yeah. I'll I'll, and I've always been like oh I don't want to be mean but mm-hmm. you know uh, I it's 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 helped me grow yeah as a as a joke writer as a you know, as a funny person or whatever. Comedian.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure. Funny man, professional funny man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's very
1: like therapeutic. Same, yeah. same thing. It's just like pushing my, my, my boundaries.
0: Yeah. And I always think it's important that like no matter what you do, it, it, it is still important with how you move through things. And it's like you said, it's like getting out of your comfort zone and that's how you're able to evolve and grow and change for the better.
1: Right. <clears throat> it's just, uh, I I, am on
0: your team forever. I appreciate that. I'm on your team forever, man. Uh, I think <laughs> I, I want to... Your jokes keep getting better, too. Like, the more you practice and, the like, when we were hanging out that one, one night and you're just like, let me throw some stuff at you. I'm like, okay. And you got genuine giggles out of me to where I'm just like... It's really hard to make me laugh. Like, <laughs> I ha- I hate to like come from this point of where where it's like I'm that dead inside, but it was a realization. Like, okay, I'm not that dead inside. I can actually laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got some new stuff that I want to throw past you. Nice, not, be not right now, but I mean later later tonight. I'll, yeah. I'll throw those new new jokes at you. See what yeah. you think. Oh man, I've been on a roll. I think I've been doing some some good new stuff. I can't wait to get up there and try.
0: Very nice. Yeah, hmm. man. When you're famous and you're a comedian, and you've got your own sets and shows and stuff. I could be like, I remember this dude. My my first special is going to be called Beta Adjacent. <laughs> 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 Not quite Alpha. Enough. You are, you are the punniest punniest man I've ever met, <coughs> and I love it.
2: That was very punny.
0: Yes. Um, oh, he loves puns.
2: <clears throat> do you like making it? Like, do you like making bad puns? Oh,
0: please,
1: please ask me many questions. Ask me many questions about... Let's turn this into an interview for me. You you mm. interview me. guys. ahead. Right.
2: So what kind of jokes do you like to make?
1: Um, let
2: start with that. Uh, unfunny ones. Unfunny
1: ones? Ooh, yes. Like,
0: Bad dad no. jokes. No, I just... Um, <laughs> no,
1: they're not unfunny. It's just like... It's like puns that you kind of have to be a little witty to understand.
2: Mm. Yes, I, 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 just, I just like to annoy some of my friends with really, really bad puns. I do it on purpose. <laughs> I, I think there's just something kind of funny about it. But
0: what I, mean, I remember is you tried to do is you show me the same damn clip from the same <laughs> damn movie over and over again. You laugh your ass off. And I'm like, after the 9,000th time, it's not funny anymore.
1: I, 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 I had to... I watched this thing like 5 6 times in a row today and I laughed my ass off. <laughs> it was just this guy who was like standing on these stairs and he was like he was wearing like a, a insane clown posse shirt. Mm-hmm. And he was like he's like I'm about I'm about to do this for my juggalos and my juggalettes. He's like <laughs> uh, he's like he's like oh, whatever. He said don't try this at home. Uh wait, wait. And he took his shirt off and he jumped into barbed wire. <laughs> and, and, and I had to watch it. I watched it like five times in a row. I was
0: laughing my ass off. He's like, "Woo woo," and jumped. And,
2: ah, motherfucker!
0: <laughs> his is this one scene from the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings where Boromir dies, <laughs> and he's getting shot by arrows. And, like, the expression is kind of funny when you see it at first. Mm-hmm. But when it's like every other day... He's sending you gifs of that one thing and then bad photoshops over and over and over again especially when you're getting at the most inappropriate times it stops being funny and Johnny is fucking dying over here stop <laughs> laughing
2: it's not funny oh my god i'm just laughing at your misery
0: god damn it
2: i laugh at your misery
0: it's it's not my misery it's i it's, it stops being funny <laughs>
1: Just, okay. Do not do not um, do not take um do not take uh, some appreciation for this like like unfiltered joy that he's experiencing right now.
0: I can appreciate it. I'm just saying the word's like get, after the 9000th time, it just stops being funny. He did a whole project where he took like he took that whole scene he just photoshopped this like one character from an anime oh, yeah. on all of them with their, dupe, their dopey faces, and he's just replaying the same thing that he spent like nine, uh, like nine hours. I only played it like once or twice. No, but but like. he was so proud of the thing. It's like it's. I'm not gonna get the quote right, but it's it's this clip where this woman's like, "Babe, come here, come here, come here. Look what I pinned. Look what I made." It's a whole wedding made of cheese. And that's his <laughs> wedding made of cheese. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's this it's this whole like you know how online they do like the bee movie? Like there's all these like memes where they're oh like my
2: God. every
0: time the bee flies the movie gets five times faster. This oh, like those that it's things. Like, and it's these not nu- it's I don't all the anything about that. It's the shit on YouTube where they take <clears throat> this really bad movie and everybody just edits it in their own rendition mm-hmm. in this ridiculous way. It's like it's the whole B-movie, but only X character is talking. Or it's and this it,
2: movie, and it's only it, adjectives only.
0: Right, and like, it ends up getting cut down to, like, a five-minute clip. <laughs> and it's the dumbest shit in the world. That's what it is for him, but for this one scene in this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, I just, like, it... I, I just, I can't. Shoot me, please.
2: Oh, yeah, sure.
0: Don't let me watch it anymore. <laughs> I'm going to get a text tomorrow. Just going to be a gif of this ca- uh, of Boromir dying at the tree. Is he getting shot with arrows? Yeah. Is that how it goes? Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: It, it, it It's goofy looking just you know, like you mentioned, because of the expressions, but it's because, like... Um, also, the orc costumes.
0: They're very, <laughs> they're very, very comical.
2: <laughs> they basically wear... These trashy looking togas with crooked Viking helmets. And loincloths.
0: Loincloths. <laughs> <laughs> um And they're moving like monkeys. <laughs> with clubs. <laughs> and it, it's, and are they are they getting killed?
1: Are they
2: Oh they, the some of them are. I'll show you what they'll they, show you what, like they, like what they look like. Here yeah. you go. Drop, drop like like this like this is what they look like. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's the orcs. Okay,
0: so your response yeah. is normal. Oh, okay, cool. That's interesting. He can't stop <laughs> laughing. So, I'm,
1: I'm, so, anybody who's listening wants to check the thing out. What's it called?
2: Uh, the Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's the cartoon version, uh, Ralph Bakshi's
0: 1978 version. And it's the Boromir death scene <laughs> where he's getting shot and he falls back to a tree.
1: So, Johnny, how can people find you online? Um, what's your What's your social media?
2: Um, uh, I got Facebook, uh, it's just, uh, John Ross, um... But that's not a Facebook page, that's... It's it. not, but other than that, like, uh, that's like my, um...
0: He's like how, he's like how I used to be, I'm starting to turn around with social media, he doesn't quite have it yet. Okay, cool. In my promos, I'm building it, so...
1: Yeah, what's your, uh, what's your plugs you wanna get? I mean, I know you guys, uh, don't have much time, so I want... Yeah, right now your, they... Get, but, your, get your, get your, get your... Shit, in as they say.
0: (laughs) I'm go. I'm gonna be popping back up on Twitter and everything. Right now, the plug I want to give is for the book. It's on Amazon.com. If you type in Zen and Nature, it'll be on the first page. It's like the three, the third or fourth listing Hmm. uh, on there, and it's also where you can contact the creator and the seller and everything. And that's that would be a way to where I can be contacted. Yeah. Um. I will. I mean, my actual Twitter that I haven't been on in forever is. Uh, at flying lava lamp,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. one day I got angry and I picked up my lava lamp and I threw it, <laughs> and yeah. it died and it had like little like wings and a halo and like those are fluttering in the background That's of my fine. picture. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh... uh you're
1: adorable.
0: Thank you, thank <laughs> you, thank you very much. So yeah, at flying lava lamp would be my Twitter, and then on uh, Amazon you can purchase the book uh, Zen and Nature: Floral Mandalas for Meditation and Stress Relief. Uh, on Amazon. Tell them how much it costs. Uh, oh yeah, it's uh, it's eight ninety nine.
1: Oh boy, that's a steal.
0: It is a steal. <laughs> and as I said, bef- I said before, maybe I said it before we were recording, but um, when you buy the book, I, I don't have it in a disclaimer, but I, I'll, we'll just use this audio. Is that people have my permission to photocopy pages if they want to color the page again and again and again? They don't have to buy multiple copies. It's when they buy it once, in my opinion, you have it forever.
1: Mhm. Yeah. All right. Well, I you, you don't know what you've done for me here today. I mean, um you saying that you wanted to do an episode of the podcast kind of pulled me out of my shell a little bit. I oh, mean, yeah? I haven't recorded an episode in weeks.
0: Wow. Oh wow. This has been for me, I, I was so excited to I, do it. I, I was, just haven't had anything.
1: I'm going to be completely straight honest. I've been like fighting through some sort of rut, some sort of depression. Oh wow! Mm. And um, uh, I'm, I'm, and I got in the la- the last episode of the podcast. I felt so good after it was over, mm-hmm. and and I was like, I've been beating myself up because of like all this presentation and all this embarrassment that I've been trying to like trying to like hold down, mm-hmm. and they're like hide some stuff and yeah. I shouldn't hide a lot of it. Yeah. No, uh, I at the end of the last episode, which was a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. I uh after it was over, I was like it felt so good to do this. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about how it's done, it's that it's done. And yeah. that was exactly the words I used mm-hmm. describing how good it felt to be back doing this again. Yeah. Because before that, I had taken a couple weeks off too. So I'm going like weeks between episodes. Yeah. And I want to not, I want to, I want to get in, get back in the groove of things.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and, you know, I, uh, I've considerably fallen off on my
0: efforts. Yeah.
1: And you have kind of put it in my face to say, hey, uh, <laughs> make an effort
0: make an well effort. i mean it's if you i'm also here for you too, so if you're in that rut you know you you know exactly how to get a hold of me i
1: know man yeah. but I, I i i always go back to my my brain going like i'm i'm the i'm the beacon, you know what yeah. i mean i'm the I'm the one leading by example and if if you think i'm a mess, oh i could it might turn everybody around me into a mess. Like, that's the pressure I'm putting on myself, probably. It's
0: entirely on yourself, because it's, even though people are not an island, I I, you know, I said that I felt like I was on an island or whatever, it's not true. And to where it's, it's not all, everybody still has to go and be responsible for themselves to a certain degree, so it's not, if you fall off and everybody's, Starts falling apart, and they're blaming you because you couldn't keep your spirits up. That's not your fault. Well, I don't think anyone's yeah. blaming. No. It's, it's not. It's not. I
1: don't think it's a. It's a
0: blaming situation. It's yeah. just a. It's just a.
1: A witnessing thing. Yeah. Um. But, <clears throat> dude,
0: thank you. Thank well, thank you. you, man. I like. Yeah. I I appreciate this. And Thanks so much. Thank um, you so much.
1: Let's uh, let's do it again, man. I always I say, like, okay. So when I had. Ash on for the first time Or mm-hmm. And friend Or you know Whatever I had him on The first time I was like Look I don't want to have you on again Until like You got something good going on Yeah And then like Big shit started happening for him Yeah And then My friend Chris he He's he's a comedian He was like I had him on the first Is that Karma Car- Chris Cotton Cotton There we go Cotton
0: Yes There we go Chris
1: Cotton Um, He was like I had him on the first time and he was like look man I'm thinking about quitting comedy I don't want to do it anymore and then like I had him on one year later to the day and he was working for Comedy Central
0: that's so awesome
1: and I, I just it's all about becoming better so yeah if, if I have you to sort of uh, inadvertently keep me accountable <laughs> <laughs> I, I want I want that to be the case for all of us yeah and uh, I want to I wanna help you up? I wanna help you up too, on, man. On my way up, I'll help you up. We just gotta, we just gotta up, keep uh, pushing yeah. each other. Um. So yeah, man. Let's uh, let's get together soon. Johnny's been great meeting you. Um. Good normally, good. the way I wrap up podcasts is, uh, I'll usually ask the guests to, uh, to, kind of uh, give a Jerry Springer's final thought version of how to wrap this up, as far as like. Like how would you how would you wrap up the life lessons to take away from this episode of the podcast? Hmm. I know exactly what
0: I would say. Oh, you I was just... wasn't asking you.
2: Oh, okay. I well, was then asking Johnkins. No, get <laughs> it. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Jenny. No, it
0: would be um, you're you're a lot stronger than you think you are. To so whoever, wherever you are, whoever you are, whatever you think you are, <clears throat> you think you are a weak person or that you don't have it in you whatever you're going through, you are a much stronger person than you give yourself credit for. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That would be my my ending note. That
2: is a very good one. (laughs)
0: Um, If you you
1: sat through this episode of Evolving with Corey Castle and you enjoyed it, uh, please subscribe and listen to the other 129 episodes that are on iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker, Laughable.com, and uh you know wherever you find podcasts that you enjoy and uh go ahead and uh tell some of your friends and stick with me i probably have other guests that you've heard of and maybe something you haven't that you'll learn some stuff from keep in keep in all the all the all those like awkward moments <laughs> because man we're too we're in a rush too much yeah so evolve, evolving <laughs> it's funny. I had this conversation with this guy.
0: Yeah. And he was like, "I
1: don't believe in evolution." Right? And I said, well, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "I've never seen a monkey turn into a man." And I'm like,
0: <laughs> "How long have
1: you been alive? <laughs> it doesn't take it doesn't take 20 years for that to happen." Yeah. And uh, I was just like, what a stupid he's argument. He's thinking of Pokémon. Right. But e- e- either way, it's like evolution takes time. Oh yeah. So you know, don't beat yourself up for not being where you think you should be, because mm-hmm. where you should be doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you, you're exactly where you need to be. Oh, so true, so true. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, everybody, thanks for listening, and uh, go ahead and rate the podcast, and thanks for your effort and your time and your energy, and keep evolving.
0: Cool. I will sound off. the bad